Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned to the Mega Late Show. My name is Phonics, and I'm fucking amazing. Yo, this is Goyama. You're listening to the Wokest Tokyo podcast, the Mega Late Show, 200 IQ version. Fusion. Konza, konza, I'm here at the Mega Late Show, Late and Mega, and uh, we are chilling here in Ikebukuro. Yo, 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 it's your boy, DJ Hero King. You are listening to one and only Mega Light Show. What am I bringing in, man? <laughs> All right, episode 105, we are here at the Mega Late Show. Having a good time this evening. You are now tuned in to the second half. That's right. And if you haven't checked out the first half yet, make sure you go do that. And 104 episodes before this, because this is a dope platform with dope people. That's right. Mega so, Late Show. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, yeah. man. I do like this song, though. It's oh. Jansport J. Yes, it is. That's dope. Yeah, we just had him on the podcast. Go back and check out his music. He's incredible. Mega Late Show, number one hip-hop in Tokyo. Hip-hop and dope culture Tokyo podcast, I suppose you might say. Uh, consistently bringing in local artists of all varieties and here to talk about their artwork. Also reaching out to people traveling here, coming here. Uh, again, we have the second part of the podcast, which re- features a good friend of mine, Scott Popular, what it and do? also uh, his his uh, sec- the half of his new dynamic duo, Rekadam, and together they are ninjas peace, peace. in Tokyo. And they had the podcast, which is going to come back and look to see me and Herb yes, featured on yes, that shit you soon. Definitely on. But uh, last episode, we we're talking about a game that they got in development. Really, you know, the game's not going to be out for a while, but I just wanted to have the folks Scott Popular on here so we can kick it talk some shit and catch up and uh this part of the podcast we kind of just uh we're gonna play some music talk about some shit that we like in the background right now we've got some jansport j going off and so word up oh we've got the scott is dropping off a lot of stuff i want this one right here we just picked up the same oh, joint same same <laughs> i got the ninja man scott's giving us a some some uh what, what would you call this, Scott? These are, these are Ninja Man artifacts. Mm. Little pieces. They just hang out, you know. In the marketing world, we call this swag. Yeah, so, yeah swag. Oh, wow. yeah, there we go. Ninja Man swag or Ninja Man artifacts. And he just, you know, he hangs out with you. Like, Ninja Man is your homeboy, man. Ninja Man's okay. definitely your Since homeboy. we got these on the table, can you explain them real quick? I mean, I know this is a Ninja All right, Man. All right, so that's a Ninja Man. I like that and then that one, the, the other one right there, that's Mad Orange. So, all right, so tell you a little bit more of the mechanics of the game, just real quickly. Um, so... At some point, you can't just run up on a girl. Like, you can change her back into a, a normal girl, but then she might be like, well, what have you done for me lately? Like, maybe she wants an apple. She, she might want an orange. She might want a popsicle. So I made all this, like, video game, like, like alien fruit and, and stuff like that. So she's like, yo, I need, a, I need a popsicle. And if you give me a popsicle, I can run with you. Word. So you just got to figure out how to go get a popsicle. So there's gonna be a lot of traps in the game, and then there's one other part that this is the money. So this is dollar and change. Now, now remember, <laughs> you are going to a strip club, so this is gonna test your 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 um, money management skills. Like, cause I've seen people walk in a strip club and like blow all of their cheese in like two minutes. Mm. That's how they tried to get me a Madam Wu. It was like, make it rain. I was like, oh, what? No. Man, you should have oh, made it rain. You walked what? out of here with paper. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, but these are different artifacts. You can definitely pick them up. Please pick them up. Please support us because all of the all of the proceeds from the artifacts help us to make the game. 
Word up, word up. That's what's up. And are these available online? Uh, they're going to be all available very soon, but they'll okay. definitely be on sale at Final Round. Okay, cool. Word. That's what's up. All right, so we took the music, right? I guess so, man. I don't really have any questions, any more questions about the game and stuff like that. Like, before we get into it, like, what are you guys, before we actually share some songs, what are you guys been listening to? How do you guys feel about this year in music? Have albums dropped that you appreciate? What is the vibes? Did you hear the new Royce the 5'9 album? Do you listen to this? I haven't gotten to it yet. It's on my list. I just haven't gotten there. I saw the the video he did with the Griselda. That was hot. Westside Gun, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Westside Gun, yeah. That's 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 definitely hot. But man, I've been just way too deep into making Ninja Man Ninjas in Tokyo now, because now, like I said, just we are just diving into our own music. There's a lot of good move, music out there, but I feel like the more I listen to it, the more it takes me away from what needs to be done. I think that's a common sentiment between uh, a lot of artists. A lot of, especially when they're in music making mode, they they don't listen to other artists, yeah. especially in rap. Yeah. But it's, this is also this is like my 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 um what is it my maiden voyage, because Roger makes I mean Rekadam makes music. He makes games. He makes everything. I'm literally the I'm still Kelly. <laughs> I'm the background dancer. I mean, well, you know, Kelly is dope, dog. Kelly's I mean, you, dope. You she is. She like, ain't you know what what Beyonce. I want you to put a little bit more like spice on that and make sure that you elevate yourself. Nah, to transmit. You ain't, he ain't Kelly, man. You know what? If anything, like we probably both Beyonce, but you know, you just don't know which one is the clone and which one. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you don't care. You don't care. You know, there, there are other like iconic duos. You know what I mean? Like you could be uh, Andre and Big Boy, man. Hey, there we go. Yeah, yeah. There that's, we go. That's Thanks. that's that's. Ooh, that hit hard because you know, I'm from Atlanta, so that's that's yeah. up there. But, but I'd love to I get. We came to this podcast for a reason to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like who is who is who? But so, Roger, what are you, what are you listening to, man? Man, um, you know what? Everything. I listen to everything. Worst of five nine, like he got you can't say nothing about his bars. Like, dude got bars. But I gotta tell oh, also Jadakiss. Jadakiss is like one of my favorite MCs yeah. of all time. He, and he released the album like I didn't la- hear that. last year. But it was late last year. And also he he has a new single called Me that I fuck with. Um I listened to Game and Anderson Pack's single. Yeah, that was I, I did hear that work. Um, but you know, you my, primarily listen to like uh, mainstream underground type of like I would consider Jadakiss a man. mainstream artist, right? Jadakiss, Jadakiss, you know, and and Royce are mainstream artists in my opinion, but they're not uh, pop rap mainstream. They're mainstream okay. rap right. artists. You know what I mean? It's a it's a difference between them and like a Cardi B, but they have also only ever worked with major labels mm, and, that's and produced. True. So you primarily listen to kind of that level nah, of artists. I listen or? to everything. You know, I listen like I I, I know a lot of underground you know hip-hop artists as well but like <clears throat> i feel weird trying to bring them up in this sure. conversation because i feel like nobody would know who it is or sure. like 
there's like a particular reason why I like them that nobody yeah. else would. I but feel that same way about mm. a lot of things. Like when when I tell people that like I have a hip hop podcast, I'm sure like for a lot of people they're like, oh, he must like outcast and you know yeah. obviously the, the I do, basics but, but but i'm i'm a like a, i'm a four elements underground independent hip-hop type of, like you see i got a big aesop rock poster and like even mf doom is kind of like well known but a lot of the i brought up royce because you know he's a good artist and yeah he just dropped an album but yeah i listen to a lot of weird shit too feel free to kind of go off like i like that that's what this yeah, part yeah. of the podcast is about like but sharing weird shit for for the atl there's there's somebody i want everybody to listen to of uh, Starlito, Scotty ATL. Starlito's dope as hell. I love Starlito. I and didn't know he was from ATL. Yeah, Starlito. I, I know. Scotty ATL is from Atlanta. Starlito, I'm not sure about, but he rapped. I thought he was a New Yorker cat. I thought Starlito was dope. Well, I, well, either way, he's dope. And then somebody who is definitely ATL is Ra Ra, or Dope, dope, dope Boy Ra, because he was on uh, Hustle Gang uh, right. a while back ago. He's, he's just so hood, like... He's just so gutter with it. Like he's that's ATL right there. And like man, they, go listen to go listen to all the uh, dope sell itself. Those are that's his mixtapes. Definitely go check out those. Um he got a song called uh Lord or uh, Lord. That's how that's how that's how I'm saying the ATL Lord. And like that's that's been my my motivation. Get up every day and hustle. Shit save shower hustle. Hustle and some more hustle. Only thing I know is hustle. That kind of shit. Okay. Love that bar. Like that should make me get up and do ten push-ups. It's that motivation right. music. Yeah, like that's that, yeah, real motive. Hood motivation yes, music sir. is is much more believable than that. That 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 ocean out there that could be you. I don't want to hear that. I, I need I need <laughs> I need a hustle to tell me what I need to do. I know the vibes. It, it, you are very distinctly uh, ATL. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I try. Like un, you you can't divorce it from your personality type. But I do recall last time you were on the podcast, a person that you were given like tremendous praise was not an ATL artist. You were talking about Shock, uh, G. Shock G. Shock G, definitely Shock and, G. And I walked away from that conversation a little bit upset that I didn't uh, mention an artist because one of the things you were saying about Shock G was his ability to kind of like frame this entirely other character in his rap and yeah. these two things it had like a there's like a lifeline through yeah, it but yeah, yeah. are you familiar with serengeti yes serengeti i think has done like the outside of like rick ross who just became his <laughs> character that he was serengeti's uh kenny dennis character mm. is kind of like a really incredible fucking musical progression like he created this guy then he created a backstory made albums of the backstory there's like a like a like multiple albums about this make-believe character that is just like so dope That's but cool. yeah shout out, shout out to uh serengeti shout out whimsy. to F fonte from little brother i'm kind of mad right. that of course i, I kind of i want percy miracles to come back so bad mm. but when like you know that last album they were like you know percy's dead right and i was right. like damn Please bring Percy back. So, Fonte, yeah. if you listen, come on, man. Did you hear his last album? Fonte's last joint? Before the... The Little Brother shit. Yeah, it's yeah. a solo album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it came out last year, too. But... It came out last year, too. But um, now the reason I moved is because the mic is picking up my voice as well. But uh, Devin Morrison is on that shit. The homie Devin Morrison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. De Devin was out here, and he's just fucking amazing. But he, I was surprised to see he was on that shit. And Fonte said his album was the best R&B album of last year, and I'm not here to argue with that because that nah, shit is fucking dope. I think Fonte doesn't get 
as much credit as he should. Like just as an artist sure. in general. Like sure. he's an amazing singer and a fantastic rapper. A, a lot of things that other artists get praised for, Fonte was doing before them. Uh, Drake, for example. Right. Um, you got to you got to keep that one close to the chest because a, a lot of people are there. I was like. I was like, yeah, Fonte kind of birthed Drake. Sorry. I mean, Fonte <laughs> kind of Kanye, too. Yeah. I mean, not so much the... It's just that Kanye always gets props for being a guy that was, like, able to be himself, like, not gangster, wear a pink shirt or whatever, wear a polo shirt. Fonte was doing that when Kanye was opening for Fonte. You know what I mean? Right. Shit like that. So, uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Fonte is just incredible. Can I ask you a question, though? How do you that. how do you feel about the hip hop situation in Tokyo right now? Like what aspect of it? Rap or No, nah, like, like okay, yeah, that but that's for the community. What what is the what is the vibe? I'm throwing my quotations. I think out. I think that Tokyo is just a and, and to be said about all other hip hop scenes in the world, I think it's a microcosm of what's happening in the genre in general. There's uh, experimental artists. There's a beat scene out here where there's like really dope guys who make beats, and there's guys who make McDonaldized lo-fi. There's rappers out here who are trying to be trap rappers, and there's rappers out here who are really dope boom bap style rappers or other style MCs that are doing weird shit like Dos Monos. I think that in Tokyo, um, Japan does two things really well when it comes to hip hop in particular. Okay. Um, one of them is the B-Boys. The B-Boys out here are, yeah. you know, um, world class. Issei, Taisuke are some of the most well-known and dopest B-Boys currently um, battling and, and dancing right now. Mm. So the B-Boy scene is really strong and really dope. And there's a good infrastructure there for that. And I think that also the beat scene is one of the strongest beat yeah. scenes in the world. It's like Los Angeles and it's like Tokyo. And if you're into beats, shit. Uh, last night I was with fucking Aaron Cholai, Buddha, FKD, Flat Stanley, and Wotka. And all of those fools are fucking tremendously dope. And it's just like, yeah, I think it's I think it's dope. But anything negative to say about hip hop out here, I pretty much would say it about any other place in the world too. Okay. That's there there's there's cats out here who are making trap music because they like the sound and they don't come from hip hop culture, they come from pop rap radio right. programming culture yeah. this, is, this is a big difference to me they come from pop rap and it's like yeah half of these cats are making street trappy sound shit they're not from the streets and same to be said for cats in the states yeah you know what i mean it's, i mean it's just candy rap it's it's it, it's mcdonaldized like the simplest version of things and i like it though i like having fun every now well, and then so I, I don't i don't mind like i like a lot of tra trap style artists but i tend to gravitate more toward higher art so to speak shit that's a little bit more complex and the same thing with, with the lo-fi scene the lo-fi scene there's people who are just like okay here's a ghibli sample with some drums and tape his filter over it and it's a it's a song that doesn't change for a minute and this is the lo-fi scene uh chill beats to study to and a lot of that shit is weak but then you have guys who are super dope at it like tajima hall or marcus d and to uh uh a person with a decent ear like you can notice the inherent qualities of something and sometimes the simple like chill beats to study to is just fine if you're only looking for fucking that, elevator yeah. music right. or you're just in the club so i don't think that there's anything wrong with hip-hop now that that is different than at any point in hip-hop's history that's kind of funny because just for me 
um, I don't think there's a lot of memorable hip hop right now. Like, I think that's my big thing, right? So back in the day, I think prior to maybe 18, 17, you can really go through and like cherry pick out the years and like just have a bunch of memorable, memorable things, even underground memorable things. Like even this MF Doom stuff, right? Like some of the stuff that you can pull out of it, it's like, oh, that was dope, that was dope, that was dope. I have, I feel like I've got to the point where I can't cherry pick the dopeness. Like I mm. truly got to go find, and then it's just dope to me though. And that's kind of like what this conversation is going to turn to in a bit. We're all going to pull out random things that are kind of doped us, but most of us probably haven't heard it because there's not a lot of overlap there. Well, I think uh, one of the and it affects it, the the way that the music industry is, is now and the curation of music is very strange so it's it, it's changed a lot but it's not all that different now the payola is going to streaming companies and we think that like like uh there's more inherent merit to becoming popular now because you don't necessarily have to go through a mainstream label you can just blow up but the same barriers of entry are kind of still there and the record industry is still shaping and involving the the way that we listen to shit like like a, a drake song that goes like drake really had every single thumbnail on spotify with his face on it and that's not because his music's just doper than other people's music it's because of relationship with the streaming service so back in the day people used to listen to the radio and there were people who were breaking records you know what i mean funk flex was breaking buster rhyme record uh, buster rhyme records and at a certain point after the telecommunications act clear channel viacom iHeartRadio, all these mega conglomerates got it then they had relationships with the with the record labels and they were able to curate what we want to hear now it seems like there's nobody curating because now you can go to a playlist and there's several people curating for you but they're all in the same cahoots with people and shit like that like name one voice of like a like a music influencer that really puts shit on to that you go to for music can anybody do that like if you follow funk flex you'll you'll hear about loaded lux's new album you'll hear about smoke Dizz's new album right. but it's like who do you go to for this because before it was clear and present right who got that? A, red alert DJ. was doing that yeah, for yeah, exactly. us right. and in the dj community even now like people are in these record pools and shit like that right and i think that i don't know who curates those record pools i think largely a lot of djs cater to the popularity of what little kids like young kids want to hear when it comes to hip-hop genre so you get your top 40 shit is going to have cardi b on there and i don't really think that that's high art at all or even that memorable so i mean i agree with you but i'm i'm plugged in and this is a conversation we we're having before we started recording like right. i'm plugged in and the artists that i listen to like griselda that tree if you just like griselda that tree that connects like 38 special connects with planet asia who just released an album planet asia connects with apollo brown who worked with you know this artist and and so like for me if you just go to like mellow music group you find like their whole entire stable of releases is all like top tier dope hip-hop and to me it's not forgettable because like i've always had uh my own particular likes because I've always been kind of underground. But the community that I know, like my favorite hip hop podcast is the Dad Bod Rap Pod, right? 
their fucking it's David Ma um, um, and and two other cats, right? Mm. Damone. I, I don't want to say their their real names because I think they use hip hop like hip hop names too. But David Ma is a prolific writer and shit, right? In hip hop culture, but their podcast, like the new Milo shit, they're they're championing that shit too. But y'all probably don't listen to Milo, right? No, I never. You listen to Milo? Yeah. See, to me, that's like. I, I'm using the term high art to just kind of contrast it with shit that I think is just right, not yeah, with yeah. any artistic or musicality. Right. But yeah, like the new Milo just dropped yesterday and that shit to me is that's like fire sizzling. You know I, what I mean? I got, I, I got to check that out. Yeah, I mean, like Herb, uh, one thing we didn't mention about Herb of all the things that he does, like develop games and, and brands and, and everything. He's also a DJ, like right. a phenomenal DJ mm-hmm. who's been doing it for a long time. And I see the thing is that's, that, that's kind of my thing, right? I, I do my downloads as most DJs do. I only do my once once a month now, a dedicated day to it. And I literally go through and listen to song after song after song. And it's not just, I'm looking for something that moves me, right? Not only that moves the crowd, I'm looking for something that I feel like it actually touches me. It resonates with with you personally. Yeah. So if I'm going to toss it in the mix at some point, I want it to, I want to convey that energy to somebody. I just don't want music. As as a DJ, I think it like there's also the aspect of timing. It's just like I feel this song, but is it right for this moment? But I'll, I'll download it anyway, though. Okay, and that's one of those things. Like I'll download it. It's, it's, I give a song, you know, forty five seconds, maybe a, a minute thirty, almost two minutes. Nowadays, two minutes is about the average mm-hmm. length of a song right. for a lot of stuff, and it's just like I don't really listen to dance music. It's not necessarily dance. Well, I mean, like a an environment, right, where people are at to li- to listen to music. Like, say for instance, you go into like the hip hop, uh, fucking the breakdown, for instance, right? right? When you go there, they're playing like hip hop shit, hmm. but they usually play like you know the fucking singles. You know, you're gonna hear "Protect Your Neck" before you hear "Bells of War." Right. You're gonna hear yeah. "Triumph" before you hear, you know, something yeah. else. You're gonna hear Nas is like before you hear represent you know what i mean yeah, yeah. And it, it, to, to say like the singles get more play but the environments that this music is played is like usually supposed to be like a certain level of energy yeah not a necessarily a dance level of energy but like i think a lot of the doper hip-hop shit right now like that i listen to is maybe not cut out for dj no you know I, what i mean okay. I think like griselda is not really it's you don't play yeah. that anywhere <laughs> you know what i mean so you're talking about headphone music, basically. Chill out headphone yeah. music. I mean, car music. Uh, walking like, well, walk you know, like, yeah, walk walk music. Yeah, walking music. Walk, it would be walking music. Yeah, or yeah, just yeah. like, I, I mean, isn't rap, a lot of rap is like that anyways. Like, you listen to it to get, like, something from the lyrics. And, like, sometimes not in your head is dope, but sometimes you got to keep your head still to yeah. catch a message. I yeah, don't know. I get that. I, what I'm what I'm trying to highlight is like maybe it's just uh, our approaches because I if you listen if you're looking for something that's dope that is like to be played in front of people maybe I just don't have the ends on that and so that's why our opinions differ. You yeah, know I think I'm that's saying? part of it. Yeah, so I'm yeah. looking for something. I'm looking for hybrids, right? I'm looking for something that's got that message but still has that energy. Uh, so not always. It doesn't always have to be dance music, but it yeah. has to have a certain type of a feel to it. Because yeah. you don't want to go somewhere and leave out the press, right? Yeah. You're drinking any goddamn way. Yeah, I like I like dance music. So that's, that's I mean, all, like, that's, that's all like this shit right here. This is it's like chill. Dancesport J. Right. Like if I was at if I was at a place where I was socializing, drinking and chilling, this is a background track. It's just yeah. fine. Yeah. Like yeah. the BPM is there, the kind of energy. But I mean, 
not a whole hour of it you know what i mean but i just find it i find it everywhere so i don't know i'm really optimistic about the state of hip-hop right now like more so than i've been in the the last two decades really like early 2000s sure there was definitive jokes and we really thought that we could make some money off of uh some independent hip-hop shit but you know they found ways to shut that shit down for real right and then you know all of the genres that kind of became popular and moved hip-hop into where it's at now you know crunk and snap music yeah and and ringtone rap so to speak and the cloud rap and things of that like it had a lot of that shit is really dope but uh like i was kind of always like eh there's one dope artist in a sea of like a bunch of whack artists and shit is how I felt about most of those genres. I feel like it's like that now though. Yeah. Honestly. I just I that's that's my difference. It's like I just see like if you want lyricism, like the new Royce is crazy. The new mm. Planet Asia is crazy. The new Sky Zoo is crazy. Like there's just like name any aspect of the genre that you want to listen to, whether it's like lo-fi beats or if it's like fucking uh Tronada style kind of up tempo yeah. IDM hybrid type of shit. Mm. All that shit is just killing to me. I mean, I, I love the hybrid stuff though. Like I love the like the stuff that's not necessarily hip hop. Like like, it, like it's, it's the fine line between hip hop and some alternative hip hop, and then like this underground neo soul thing. Like I love that shit. Word. Like that yeah. I can get with all day. I'm just talking about like purest hip hop stuff to me is somewhat lacking. Word. Word. Yeah. I want some, I want some more juke. Sure. I, I, love I mean, I think we need all of that. And, you know, like Scott was saying earlier, um, I just think I'm insane because I fuck with everything. Like, it, it is a vibe for everything. You know what I'm saying? When I'm in the club, like, I'm kind of like you. When I'm sitting right here, I, like, completely vibe with everything you just said. But then sometimes I go to the club. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes, and, Sometimes and, you gotta shake that ass. And, and but but what happens is I'm also an audio engineer, and yeah. when you go to the club and play certain beats, you can tell why they why they make the bass sound like that. You can right. tell why they make the beat sound like that right. because in the club it don't sound the same. Even if you got Beats headphones on or whatever. It does not replace going to the club. You gotta with, feel that that eight oh eight. Yeah, like, and it doesn't replace that type of vibe that certain people uh, can get. And it doesn't matter what you saying on the track. <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's all about the sound and the and the acoustics of the room and all that stuff. And so at the end of the day, it's kind of like, what do you want to focus right. on? Because you know, you were talking about lo-fi. But lo-fi is just like the soundscape. And then the lyrics, that's a completely different. It's like so many different dimensions that you could talk about this on. And sometimes, you know, I my favorite rapper of all time is Jay Electronica. (laughs) If you know who that is, of course, course, who who doesn't release anything, but he about to release something. Apparently, I believe it when I see that shit. He said he said 40 days. He said 40 days like. 30 days ago so let's see <laughs> he burned that erica badu candle <laughs> oh he got the, he got the pussy inside oh <laughs> uh, damn he, he got it he got he, he got it he but what the, what I, what i was gonna say about that is the fact that like sometimes i don't fuck with his beats sometimes i don't fuck with like the 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 backing track but the lyrics will make me fuck with it you know the lyric like i like i can say i like this particular track 
but if it was just instrumental by itself i wouldn't like it or vice versa you know so sometimes it you know i think about things on a completely different level and it's so much even with fine art you know you might look at a picture and see one thing and somebody might look at a picture and see another thing which y'all both might like it, but y'all might like it on a different level too. That, that's you know? how so, I, I. I mean, that's how all things work, right? There's yeah, objective exactly. qualities that you can quantify and judge things by, um, all types of different objective qualities. But when it comes down to it, it's subjective. So, like, I, I'm not a person that really hates on uh, any genre of music because I think within each there's dope and there's just like shit that i don't think is dope you know what i mean and with like trap music like there's a lot that i fuck with i mean i grew up on a lot like swish house was going i was like yo yeah. some of this is like hot yeah. and it's not a lyrical miracle type of track and shit yeah. but like like my, my base level my base level taste tends to be weirder shit and more experimental shit and a little bit denser shit but i still get like Bodak Yellow was fucking kind of the song of the summer. Yeah, but right now, like I think the vibe is definitely. Now you got me saying vibe. Um, the hot you know girl the vibes the coming 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 out of hot girl summer. Uh, I think Meg Meg The Stallion did a fantastic job. And the funny part is, I made a character for Ninja Man that was loosely based off her. <laughs> so she she she's already in the game, but I gotta figure out if she, if I'm gonna keep her or not. Word. And like going back to the whole music thing, it's like it is like what you prefer. Like growing up in the South, I grew up on booty shake music, and like Amen. YouTube, and, yeah. And booty shake music is just amazing. It's like it's like you gotta get crunk, stay crunk. And I love it is I love it a lot. But there's one type of South music that I wanted to come back, but if it comes back, there's something that comes with it. Like I like Three Six Mafia. I uh. like. I like Bone Crusher, like, but at the same time, when that song comes on, it's just like, okay, now I gotta up my defense, cause, <laughs> cause somebody about to throw a chair, and we finna, we finna, we finna brawl. But in Tokyo, I, I don't have to worry about that. That's, 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 that's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with it all. Let's let's start doing some of these musical shows. Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. it's like a. The, oh, the, I was just gonna ask, like, how many tracks? Uh, can we play? <laughs> I mean, one or two, I okay. suppose, is good. Damn, I gotta, I gotta make my choices good. Yeah, man. make make some po- make some strong choices. I wasn't sure what I was gonna go into. Like, I kind of want to play some weird shit that I really yeah. like that you guys probably haven't heard of. But maybe it's also like by the time this comes out, it'll be the twentieth anniversary of um, Commons, like Water for Chocolate okay. uh, album and shit. And that was this, the album that kind of like kind of that's when i realized that jay dilla was also jd and all of those beats that he made for the far side and shit was like also him so let me go ahead and just play that off rip to get started this beat is one of my favorite dilla beats and also one of my favorite dilla verses this might be my favorite common album like water for chocolate resurrection b are also good oh sorry can i borrow a dollar it's still my it's really dope but 
I think some of the production on this kind of this is like really refined compared to like right. his yeah, earlier exactly. work but like this beat is just like it's gonna raise my if this track wasn't on there then I probably have a more difficult time saying what album I like but stay turning these bitches out pick them down also pick them out hold up now whenever my dick is out they know me, so they restructure I mean, conscious lyrics only, guys. Transmit from there. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Oh, open your third eye, fam. Back when being woke was just normal. Like, I don't know if I'm really down with this whole woke movement. This, this goes back to my whole demotivational speeches. Right. But like, I'm not really there with being woke yet. Uh, well, I think the term is just like social justice warrior. What it's supposed to denote is different than what people use it as. Usually it's used as a pejorative or as a slang word just to kind of like signify that you're on some type of level when it comes to social issues. Like, m my dad hit me... I'm called Mega Master Quality God Allah because I was God body. And that was like super woke yeah, back in the day. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I'm not on that level now, but I've always, you know, my dad is a black seminal. So he come from escaped slaves that hooked up with Native Americans who got their land taken from him. And my mom is an immigrant. So like my America has always been in conflict with who I am. Right. Mm. Same as y'all. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? And so it's like, of course I was woke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course I was on that. But, you know, there's there's certain things that I think go overboard. Like, I don't expect fucking Gucci Mane to be PC. I don't expect oh, yeah. Too Short to be PC. And I think those expectations are a bit wild. Now, in this day and age, I also don't want to see Too Short being, like, homophobic. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, keep it in your mouth. Like, don't... If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But, like, I don't need to see you as some type of person putting out this political agenda. Like, not that you can't talk about your politics, but if that's your politics, I don't thought you. I don't think you thought very much about your politics. And, and in that case, I don't want to hear your expert opinion in the same way that I'm not going to jaw rule about the coronavirus. Like, I don't need to hear jaw for that. You know what right. I mean? I get you. But, yeah, the only reason I'll be supporting, like, like hella woke is because a lot of the people who I know who are against woke shit happen to be white people. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, I'm woke as fuck, dog. What are you talking about? Like, don't talk to me about virtue signaling. I'm virtue signaling all day. I transmit from that. Right. I'm virtuous. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, that's that's why. That's just, that's funny stuff. I'm talking too much this podcast, man. You guys talk. Nah, 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 nah. But the, I mean, it's your song, man. We it's, it's you, your song. We vibing to your song. Real yeah. talk. I, I how many times have you talked? I, I, I got a question though. How many times you smashed this? Oh come on, man! Them numbers. I mean, in this economy, like it's like, you know, <laughs> with inflation. Damn. Yeah, but you got to stack them a lot. He said he was there. woke. He said he was woke, so he had to he had to wrap the economy in there and everything. Damn. It's really you think you could do me when you roll a 500. That's really your 320. Should have left somebody else. Uh, numbers look crooked like King Kong shook it. Hold on. I'm trying to find this other rap track that is mad experimental, but I fuck with it. It just came out today by uh, Milo, formerly known I like as this beat. Oh, I mean, this is dope. Like, he got with uh, the Jefferson Park boys is Kenny Siegel, the beat producer. Uh, 
dude's brother in another cap. But this track is called The United Defenders of International Goodwill. And Milo is more of like a... He comes from the West Side tradition of like spoken word, styling, weird language compositions. And, but yeah, but this is my shit right now. This is very offbeat. I love, I like, I like, like this is, this is Def Jump kind of. This is like, yeah, this, this is, is Fun a, Crusher Plus. This is Freestyle Fellowship. This is that tradition, you know, but like, ooh, layers. More songs need more layers. Wax, nicer in person, not quite friendly. Right hand tempted, rap forever, run the beat like Castor Semenya. A rash with catastrophes is how you break a fast, sandblasted brass, hiccuping. That's live instrumentation. When they was hesitating, me and mine, you know we hella patient. Me and mine, you know we. One fell stroke, no Goodell Cole with the L in the hell hole. Shell toe, genie, blue meanie, a cosmology, Luchini, an odd policy. You startle me with all that thirstiness. Blind lemon, ice nine melting. Helmet made a toothpick start oh, me. Well, Horace Silver was there grinning, but not playing. Praying, but not. Get to pay the taller than the letter comes. Get to pay the taller than the letter comes. I better get this done, but I never do. I fuck yeah. with this. Yeah, I, I, I gotta get this. He's dope, you. dog. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna totally ninja this from previously. So. Before scarfing several. Before I mean, a, like the lyrics is hard for some people to get with, but like the poetic aspect of it is really dope to me. I come from the beat poets and like. This feels '90s to me. He's dope. Like the intro to the album is him just introducing everybody, and it's just spoken words over like, yeah. He, but I fuck with it heavy. After this track, I'm gonna go ahead and give the ox. Since building nihilus. Good evening. You're plugged in. Is yeah. the record them? All right, I'll let you get on in a second. Is the intro better than the Helter Skelter intro? Which I well, think I mean, is, is the, for Operation Lockdown, that's still the the best, in my opinion. The best album intro ever. Now, this is like not to compete on that, but it kind of sets the tone for the album. Like, you know, wordy. Of course, it's Rory Allen, Philip Ferreira, none other than the He's just introducing him in the band. Joined by my family and Funkonomics, the high vibration. This is very Digable Planet. Les Nubians. Void Peaker. Renowned in wide-reaching concentric eccentric circles for dropping desks rhythmically and grilling pineapples. Mr. Mike Parvizi of the Golden Thumb plucking poetics from the air as he struts down bass lines with nimble awareness. A crossing guard smoking on a job. And Mr. Aaron Carmack, head on a swivel. Profane keeper of the bop, master of sonic delights, transistor and transmutator exuding elegance like freedom. See, I like that wordy Gandhi shit. Yeah, like, I'm a big yeah, fan of yeah, words and language. Yeah, so yeah, like this, is, this is not this is very for the elegant. club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. definitely not for the club. This but is for is, uh, but is, Colorado. But, uh, but you could, I think the DJ has the choice of whether to, to spin it or not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't play it unless it was just like a barbecue function. Not that the first track, but the second track, I might play that. Okay. So this ain't your starting play. 
No, I mean, I'll listen to this on headphones because I think it's headphone music like okay. that. Or like, you know, in a room, like it provides an atmosphere. Like the album is cohesive because it's the same producers and they have a similar approach. Like this is very jazz orientated. Words. Let me come down on it. Get it. But yeah, the, the new album is called um, It's Rap Ferrero, which is his name. Uh, Rory Allen something Ferrera. He used to go by Milo and uh, it's him and the Jefferson Park boys. It's called uh, Purple Moonlight Pages. Let me come down on it and I'll let you uh, I'll let you come in. Wreck a damn. Yo, I'm gonna do something real tricky. I'm gonna play three tracks, but I ain't gonna play them all the way through so I don't take up all the time if that's cool with you. Yeah, no worries. Alright. Better be some Ninja Man shit though. Uh well I was gonna do Ninja Man last and okay, I was actually right, gonna do that live actually okay oh yeah let's see if we can so do but uh I just wanted to like give him an introduction to the type of stuff that I make since he was talking about you know lyrics all right this is me and my friends from is that your applause or mine no that's mine okay this is from my track <laughs> I didn't know if the four hundred four was like this is my track by the way me and my friends from VA area DC area. Shout out to VA. You fuck with like uh, Mad Skills or Skills? Of course. That was the first artist I heard from VA. You find I don't like suits, I'm cutting ties. This is dope. What's the name of it? Um, track is called Real from the Fake. You produce this too? Kinda. I basically stole this from uh, Chris Davis, uh, jazz drummer that I fuck with. And I just literally recorded it and rapped over it. Looped it. It's my dude D Tuesday. <laughs> he go by Detective Tuesday. He from he from Italy. Uh, his family's from Italy. I think. Did you go to the uh, Chris Dave show last year? He was out nah, here. Nah, I wish I wanted I to make it too, but I didn't get to go. He's dope. His album that came out last year was so incredible. He's a really dope jazz drummer. Or drummer. Yeah, he's dope. He, he like uh, works with like Robert Glasper and cats like that. Yep. Yeah. Another good dude. Alright, I'm a Yeah, change it up. Change it up real quick. This is really dope, fam. Who was it that went to that Chris Dave show? Oh, it was Hero King. I remember he went and I was jealous. <laughs> This is my video game prog rock type stuff, which is completely yeah. different. But but see, this is some. This is I want to get on this. Oh yeah, this we makes gonna, me smile. This I got a lot of stuff coming out in this style really? real soon. Yeah. Okay. This is like eight bags of Skittles. Like, <laughs> I'm ready. And I I actually played drums on this. This is dope. 
it's inspired by uh, like Sega space, Genesis, yeah, that's, Sonic the Hedgehog. It sounds like a Space Harrier outrun-ish. Yeah, so, uh, Sega Genesis had the same sound chip. So that's it sounds specifically like this. It has oh, an FM uh, sequencer, basically. Word. Yo, you're really talented, man. Appreciate that. All right, I'm a, I'm a cut this off and go to the last track. Yeah, cause like you got me in turbo mode right now. <laughs> yeah, about right. to get my outrun on. That's my, that's my dream job in life. I want to be the guy in outrun. Just like, what do you do? I drive these bitches around in a Ferrari <laughs> <laughs> that can never be destroyed. <laughs> like that is my dream job in life. Like, All right, I'm gonna try to. I'm a, I'm gonna spit this 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 track isn't even recorded yet. I just made the beat, and this is this is oh, one okay. of the tracks. Doing this? Yeah. Well, okay. you don't gotta do it. I just okay. I All just right. spit it. All right, y'all ready? Let's, let's go. This yes. this actually describes the Ninja Man game. All right, hold on. Let me let me let me. Alright. Hold on. I got technical difficulties over here. Ninja hyped. Man hit him with the chain. Ninja Man hit him with the love. love. Ninja Man hit him with the bang. Bang. Ninja Man take him to the club. What's up? Ninja Man take him to the fist. What what what? Ninja Man stick him with the pie. You know. Ninja Man hit him with the kick. Hey, hey. Ninja Man hit him with the slide. Ninja Man gang. Ichiban gang. Ninja Man gang. Ichiban gang. Ninja Man Game. Ichiban Game. Yeah, Ninja Man Game. What? Ichiban Game. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I ain't getting no more. Hey, word yeah, up, that's, word just, up, that's, just, that's, that's just off the rip right there. So that's that's been the, the lyrics. <laughs> that's the that's the hook. I, I I made the hook. I will say that. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take credit on that. Like, Ninja Man Game, Ichiban Game. Because that, that was actually the first rap I ever wrote. Oh shit! Okay, that's what's up, man. So just, Thank just you for the sharing. Hook. Just the hook. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go next, Herb? I got you. All right. So I got a. Uh, hold on, real quick. Let me get this ox cord popping. All right. I'm a little all over the place right now, cause uh. So DJ wise, I've been kind of on some like disco house thing over the last like two months. So I've really been digging through the crates of old, digging up stuff. But outside of DJ, I've just been kind of, for lack of a better word, crate digging a bit. Um, not true crate digging, though, like internet crate digging. So finding artists I love or, or some sounds that I like and then backtracking it, trying to see where, where it leads, finding associated artists and, you know, t- five, six hours in, like, oh, damn, and I went down this crazy rabbit hole. So here goes a couple of rabbit holes. I'm not sure if these are the beginning of the rabbit holes, the end or what. Bust it. Uh, hold on. Let me I'll start with this one. Not even sure where this came from, but this guy here. Hey, I get all these notes together. Who is this? I feel like I've heard this. Yeah, you probably have. This is old. Microphone. Sorry, this came from Gibbs. Okay. Sure. I forgot which track. It's a, this it's is. a Professor X joint. So he's a producer. Uh, okay. Oh, this is the jam. See, I feel like this is a joint where it's like, uh, it's summer and I'm driving with the windows down. 
Oh, this got wraps over it? Yeah. Energy flowing from the era that's golden. Like the moment when you first saw PE performing with something brand new for the youth just to talk about. The good energy was everything to rock. Yo, Herb, why do you think it is that like this is hip hop shit this is this is upbeat enough to be played at any type of hip hop type of function shit why do you think we don't hear shit like this though in Tokyo most of the DJs play like the can tracks right yeah for the most part and I think it's just based upon where you spend it honestly like you know like when we were doing coins back in the day you'd hear shit like this because we had, we had the platform to do yeah. it but like you know you go to somewhere else there's expectation people come in with this, okay, I'm going to this club. I got this mindset. This is what I'm here tonight. It's, I gotta hear fucking Nas's like or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some radio shit, and that's really what it comes down to. Unfortunately, a lot of times. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I think there's platforms for things like this, but unfortunately, Tokyo, you have to build your own crowd. And if you're playing for somebody else's crowd, sure. then. You know, that's what you gotta do for him. Right? Alright, my other joint, I'll give you two more, maybe one more. Oh, you have something to say? No, I was gonna say, usually I put the tracks at the end of the podcast so people can listen to them without us speaking over them, but I don't know if I'm gonna continue to do that. <laughs> I get that. Alright, my other joint is, uh, I think everybody's heard this one before. I love this. Shit. I hate you. Now I gotta change my list. I love this goddamn. Of song. course. This but this is one of those. You know, this is the Dragon Ball Do Rag joint. From yeah, Thundercat. man. God, <laughs> this song right here is crazy. This is amazing. Yeah, just on some like, the video too. Yeah, I haven't even seen the video. <laughs> you haven't seen the video? All no. of his videos. Oh, the are trash fine, can. <laughs> what do you call about the trash wow. can? Wow. But it's, it's wild. Okay, this this is obviously like satire, but he took it hella serious. That's, that's why it makes his, it dope. That's kind of you know? his vibe now. I know that's right? his vibe, yeah. but like the instrumentation on it and the delivery. Yes. He's just upper top tier when it comes yeah. to like his his production and his approach to music. And the and the fact that he just makes shit that is him yeah. is what makes Thundercat yeah. dope, man. But that's a nice thing. Like I think that's the beautiful thing about streaming services now. Like you can find Thundercat and then dig the rabbit hole down on like who influenced him and other people that have been influenced by him. Yeah. And like literally five hundred songs later you're like, what type of trip was this? And the nice thing about it is, you know, being a DJ, like I put all this stuff in my Serato. Like will I ever play it? Have no clue. But for me, mixing down in the basement I'm about to get it in. This, but this yeah. is like what I'm gonna play. This type of stuff. So since we've all heard this one, we get one last joint. And it's a good smash song too. Yo, before you move on to that, can I can I grab the oxen? Uh, you and, know and well, I want to play something because um, Devin Morrison is a huge fan of Thundercat, and he's also highly talented. Comes from a music theory background and makes just shit that is just kind of whimsical and kind of dope. Yeah. And last year uh, for the national anthem, he he made a track with Mind Design. Um, and it was fucking incredible. I forget who this is that was singing the national anthem, but he hella fucks it up, and he he just fucking kills it. But I would like to play that if if I could, right? Yeah, quick. yeah. Hold on, hit this pause button. All right, so this is called Nanthem. Nanthem. And they cut it with the video. Oh, it's Carl Lewis. <laughs> he fucked up Yo, on the national Carl anthem. Carl Lewis tore the anthem in yeah. the it worst way it. possible. Yeah, but check this shit. Oh, 
Uh oh. <laughs> but that melody be put behind it's so soulful kind of saves it right yeah, yeah. yeah it does yeah it does that beat that, that beat saves it <laughs> Yo, it was a super trash, like yeah. probably the worst national oh, anthem and shit, right? The hands down the worst. Yeah, no one's done it. Yeah, but that that beat he put in it did definitely help the situation. He, he's brilliant, man. He's he's incredible. Let me give that back to you. But I just want to drop that, let you guys know the vibes. Yeah, the vibes. <laughs> All right, so my last joint for today. People pay for what they do, and still more for what they have allowed themselves to become. And they pay for it very simply by the lives they lead. Uh, James Baldwin. Hold up, wait a minute. Now we back on that. It's in my jeans. They try to hear me, but I never slept. Oh, this is nasty. Reaching for the title like a ladder match. I light a match for Mrs. Dash and Mr. West. It all falls down and they came back with hats. Dead president's pockets. Like, I love like this dude. His music is Black of the berries. Crazy. All the blacks that they bury. My father's he doesn't time, get my too big a play. Midwest cat. Land. My family tree was uprooted by Uncle Sam. Damn. Sometimes I wish I was a kid again. Innocence. All this innocence when I was innocent. But from the start, developed from the dark. Like I'm Gordon Parks. Picture that. They couldn't take two if this was Noah's Ark. Bread unleavens. Got no bread for bread elevens. Raise your kids so they ain't quick to raise a weapon. The candy lady died a diabetic. She said the sweetest thing she ever known was life a blessing. He said a magic word. He said candy lady. I gotta put the candy lady in the game. <laughs> yeah. But this feels like that, like kind of Kendrick back back in a little bit. Just music that makes you feel something. Transfer into like emotion. Yeah, I'm a totally ninja this shit too. That's jumping. That's jumping in my playlist. Anytime you add a sax, if I could play any instrument, it's definitely the sax. Who is this? That they go hand in hand when you take uh, the easy Brittany. route to sabotage the master's plan. Don't you give in the weakness. Together we oh, yeah, I'm definitely ninja in this. They see your queen that's never been defeated. Rightfully so. All these seeds that you sown, you gon' pick them when they ripen and they rightfully grown. Yeah, you in your head too much. Ain't being fed enough. Don't wait till you rock bottom till you figure that you had enough. Your boy Fonte's on this If you got the... <gasps> Nah, y'all yeah, definitely taking it all. I mean, you might as well just give that up, Ninja. Just give it up. I'm, I'm, I'm totally ninja in that from you. Yeah, that's dope. This is new? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, newish. Contemporary, like two years, three years? No, it's newer than that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Within the Tell past you, man, six there's months. like. I actively am always searching out for artists and shit, and like, I just keep on coming across quality music. This is dope. Like it's definitely a lot out there. It's just sometimes you got to be in a circle like this yeah. to figure yeah. out what somebody else is listening to. So you can be like, okay, I need to get that. 
That's why I don't really have any playlists or anything that I kind of subscribe to. I, I, I talk to people that like music, and I usually get my music directly from other people that are like, yo, have you heard this? It's dope. Like, the days of having somebody that kind of can help curate your shit, like, I don't listen to Funk Flex. I just already know Loaded Lux and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's hard to find good music if you... Well, I mean, I guess it's not. You can fucking get on a playlist and shit. I was talking to Marcus D, and there's this lo-fi playlist called uh, Lo-Fi Hip-Hop to Hug Your Homies To or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's, Word. That's Sorry, I'm doing it. Like, I got to plug up two I thought you already had the... Oh, I got, you got yeah, two? I got, I got two here. Because... Um, Cause I got Apple Music and Spotify, they're fighting each other, so I have yeah. to have like two different devices. And so you don't have to. I don't have to, but like I'm, I'm ninja bougie like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally ninja bougie. All right, so the first track I'm gonna play is called "Fresh Forever." So I'm gonna just paint the picture for you. Just imagine if if Camp Low was in Atlanta. I like with this okay. is it. I don't okay. think it matter where camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> but so, that like, that just adds- so I found this track in, in Little Five Points. I was in like the the hookah store and like I love going to like I love picking up like artist stuff that's like in Little Five Points in the store. It's just like yo, it's a tape right here. Let me yep. get this. Let me and this is called like the Purple Imaginary Mixtape. So just listen to this. So it's this is definitely on some Ninja Bougie stuff. So this is this is my shit. And it's called Fresh Forever. I mean, you can't just evoke the name Camp Low and then it right. be whack because I'll be upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Sonny Chiba and yeah. Gucci Suede. Say Gucci Suede. Gucci Suede. Hold on. Uh, no, that's good. Oh. Well, playing? which one are you plugged into? My bad. See, I thought you had the other ox. Uh, okay. Yeah, bring Sorry. it back. Yeah, here we go. This lifestyle got me so open, I'm choking, I'm on that potent, that purple is what we puffing on. This life you live in so different, so distant, so distant, if it ain't about that business, nigga, all. Never ending on my 30 inches, getting it in. Fuck a mention, fuck fitting in. Cause we trying to get it up, baby girl, stick it on. Cause we trying to live it up, lifting all your spirits up, yeah. The old heads say I'm lyrical, the youngest say it's a miracle to make it out of America in this area, but I'm spiritual. And I got love and that's I'm so fucking tired of the shit, man. <laughs> I just don't like that there's like so much good music out there that I consistently am always finding the bullshit. Like this is fucking fire. Is this on iTunes or it's Apple not. Play? Where's it? I found this. This is on a what? CD, and I had oh, to record. So you it. ripped it? I ripped it. Uh, I'm gonna have to steal yeah, this. You just get this from here. Yeah, put that somewhere I can download it. Man. Yeah, this is, this is crazy. Yo, and this is Atlanta. This is, this is Atlanta stuff. I this love is, the movement is, that's going on in Atlanta right now, because man. I feel like Atlanta, there's a return to lyricism out there, and the yeah. approach is more hip hop than it is trap. I think it's always been lyrics like. I very mean, heavy bars in Atlanta, but I think the one thing that every the top place, artists though were kind of separate from that. Okay, true, but I think one thing that separates Atlanta from the other places, it's like when you go to a studio in Atlanta, it's just like, hey man, come do one real quick. Yep. 
there's no contract. It's just like, hey, jump, I'm in the studio, you in the studio, let's get this done. And that's how these kind of projects come up. And there's yeah. so many of them. So yeah, I definitely, I'll definitely give you this. Don't worry. I want you to run it back again though. This? Yes. Immediately. You want to hear it from the top. Yeah, I want to hear it from the top. All right, hold on a second. That's a nice song, though. There's a lot of talent in A, man. It was just hard to cut through all that BS that's out there. What did you think? I remember when you were here last time, you shared Liquor Store by um, Earth Gang. Earth Gang. Yeah. What did you think about the new Earth Gang project? Um, the last it's, one. The it's different. Ride. It's definitely different, but I, I still enjoy it. I enjoy more the, the Dreamville. The, Revenge the, of the Dreamers Re- really Dreamville. Dreamville. That joint was I'll, crazy. That was crazy. Like, the Wells Fargo joint, when they were, like, robbing the bank, like... Pass me the bazooka, so that's but pass so me. Pass me the bazooka, my good sir. <laughs> that is so me. That is so so me. So I, I love I love that movement, but at the same time, it's it's that's definitely I'm, Atlanta. I'm hoping to get another a uh, uh, a JID album this year, J I D. Well, album. actually, he I was want. supposed to do a show on the 25th, but then here, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to do a show on the 25th. Uh, and I took that day off, and then it didn't happen. Cause man, he, if you know about that, let me know, cause I had no idea. I need to see that. Like he's yeah. one of my favorite of yeah. the kind of young class of lyricists. Yeah. So like, he was he was definitely on the card, but then you know his yeah I think he's having been having like vocal vocal troubles, mm. I believe. Mm. And then the coronavirus just kind of just. <laughs> Put a little bit more on. One thing that I like about Earth Gang and um, the Dreamers movement is they're going back to usage of a lot of samples and shit too. Samples with live instrumentation, that Dungeon Fam approach to Southern hip hop is some of my favorite shit. And I think there was a little bit of that that was lost in the aughts, in the 2000s. But that kind of return to that approach is what I really like about Atlanta Sound. I like hearing T.I. best when he's on a track that is a sample and not a synth, to be honest with you. One of those things is about music um, nowadays. I don't think there's enough people involved with it. But back in the day, we're like, you know, big band, so many pieces, so many individuals. Can you come down on the volume just a little bit? I fuck with this. Yeah. Yeah, so just like so many people involved with the making of music, I think you're engineers upon engineers, but now you got like three or four people in a room. Nobody gets to add their little sauce to it. Word. But, you know. What else What else you got for us, Scott? Uh, not to cut you off, but yeah, go into the next one. Just put it on. Um, you know, at the same time, I feel like it's like the Wild Wild West, you know, because there are engineers. There's st- those same engineers exist. It's just that, like, you know, I think that it doesn't matter so much about the music anymore. It matters so much more about like the vibe, like we was talking about. And what a vibe is, and what I see is like you got to have a music video. You got to have a, you know, not you can't just have an album anymore. You know it, what I'm saying? It has it's, to be more in tune to like the kind of cultural zeitgeist in meme culture and what's going on outside <coughs> of the music itself. I I think right. Well. Yes, I'm saying if if you're trying to be like a pop artist, maybe you know if or or not necessarily a pop artist, but you're trying to like, you know, hit on a particular market. But I don't think you need to do that because I think there's enough people out here that will like your stuff if you just stay true to yourself and just you know be real 
as a, as an artist to yourself, but at the same time, what I was gonna say is that you can't just put out audio. It's hard to just put out audio now and think that that's gonna help you. I think you gotta have like what we doing for Ninja Man. You gotta have the merch. You gotta have the video for your oh one video for your song. You know, I feel like you know some of these artists in Dreamville definitely wouldn't have popped even if they was on a Dreamville album if it weren't for him shooting the videos for you know revenge of the dreamers you yeah. know so i think i mean that j cole cosign is also tremendously That's important true. like yeah. the level of talent from one artist to another as like it's not tremendously different you know all these artists mm-hmm. that we're playing today but right. you know that that cosign sometimes does fucking like the migos blue after that uh donald glover cosign you know right, what i mean right. With that uh, award speech, like he shouted out "Bad and Bougie," and then it shot up, and then Migos hit their peak like three months later. So, play some music. Yeah, give me. I just like uh, whenever there's no musical bed in the background, yeah. and I can hear the uh, the the cracks, the sound, the, the, cracks. the noise floor. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> give me back one of those auxiliaries, man. Okay, how you get both? It's over there, right here. No, no, no. I want. I, I need that one that you use, and just just play your music. Just play your music. I'm I'm only half talking shit. <laughs> All right, so this is it's your sorry, man. I, it's so much good music that I, I I forgot this artist has. So this is Dope Boy Raw. He was signed to Grand Hustle, uh, which was well Hustle Gang, which was Ti's label. But this is like the SWV. What do you think we should do for the sound cipher, Herb? Uh, I want to see what you do with it. All right. All right, and then I got one more. Sorry, it's taking me so long to pull these damn things up. Oh, and this is the Starlito, so. Yeah, I'm not putting all these tracks at the end of the podcast, by the way. Do your Googles. Yeah, it's a whole lot. This has just been another theme of my life. Like, you, you don't even know. You don't even know the head. Nah, you don't even know the head. Hard times don't last. I was down to my last thing. It's a lot of fire out there. Just, just, just jump like on it. Alright, so we're gonna play this game now. Yeah, but I'm gonna need that auxiliary back to put our musical bed in. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So what, what I've been doing with it, Herb, is kind of more or less just uh, kind of to introduce the game and not so much play around, but just kind of introduce the game. So basically what I've been doing it, uh, on the podcast is what I've been doing on the podcast is, oh, hold on, let, let me just take a break. Hold on. Yes. Uh, through there and to oh, the left. Uh, oh, like, oh, 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 oh. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. 
Why is that? Uh, basically, just because I, I, I gameplay, honestly. Is that right? Yeah, because like some of them were just like for the hip hop deck, it makes sense, right? The people that are in there are supposed to be in there, but for the open format deck, it's completely different. People like Fleetwood Mac, Madonna uh, in the same damn group with Beyonce. It's pretty wide ranging, right? Hip hop wise, if you're a hip hop head, you're gonna know a song from whoever Right. Did the same thing with um, R&B joint. I, I finally did uh, one of somebody requested one where they just wanted a full deck of artist cards, so or, I made that shit for them. But that was the only. I was one gonna talk to you, man. Like uh, the hip hop deck is really good, but you should do a hip hop heads version. Yeah, I've, I've actually been writing down a bunch of different cards that I thought that would work well for hip hop heads version. Like a, a like a like this this version is really dope for like the average hip hop fan. Mm-hmm. But like the heads, like you could do like a you know Dilla oh yeah 100%. card type of shit like that. And yep. I've been thinking about a bunch of cards for that too. Straight production cards, straight right yeah. like you know um like shit like like he was just saying like the best intro you know what oh, i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. heads could really go off on shit like that mm-hmm. so i was like like a like the hip-hop edition is dope but like a heads version would be fucking fire yeah so i gotta get the sales up on the regular joint first i got a, uh, I i got what five more versions ready to go word word but it's just like i don't have the uh the basis yet right right once i have the basis and i can kind of push them out and uh you know actually make it make it make it work yeah man because you know this was birthed out of the full deck like when i first came in here it was just one big deck of cards and it grew it ballooned to like 400 some cards i had to start chopping it up word because they weren't gonna fit in one pack so just word up word up well i think the game is brilliant let me uh bring this back in and shit hold on okay the sound cipher so this is the a game that herb created from the ground up and you can get your copy of it but basically what it is it's a card game that is um, interactive and you use a musical device or uh, connected to your television and basically what everybody does is you pull out the cards and there's all types of different cards why don't why don't you explain what it is actually herb that'd be better yeah i can get that for you all right so the sound cipher is a game that's about music association uh the beautiful thing is that um music means different things to different people but which one thing about it is that um, music is universal, though. So there's a lot of musical overlap between us, regardless of um, your age, uh, especially pre 2000s, you know, pre 2008 ish, before streaming blew up. Like, there's way more musical overlap. So basically, there's a total of 314 cards throughout the entire series. There's three different series. Of the game there's your open format version which is for all all genres of music uh as long as it has words we have your hip-hop version which is strictly for hip-hop and then there's an the r&b version which is for you know your older heads playing with grandma and them um so each card has a topic on it say for example um this is one of my favorites in the hip-hop set uh hip-hop athletes a hip-hop song from my mm. artist who was or is a professional athlete 
Uh, right? Deion Sanders must be the money. I mean, I'm going with Shaq, but the the, the point is that this yeah. is the dynamic that it creates, right? Because we've all got our unique, subjective musical taste. And so the way that I've been running at Urban, and it's probably different than the way you do it, is really I just grab one card at the end of the podcast, and uh, we just go and play a song, and then we kind of just see who f- we feel like won. You know what I mean? We don't keep track, and since it's just... Uh, one card on the podcast i just want to introduce people to the game and get people to go to buy the, the damn thing and I, I i've been making it into a segment for every single episode for the last few episodes and man people love it so um and it also sparks really great conversation uh and i know we're running a little bit late on time right now so let's just get to it i pulled out one card just randomly at the bottom and it says play the best song from the artist music music catalog and the artist is tupac shakur so Normally, how much time do you give people to think about it? I kind of just play the track, pass the ox, play the track, pass the ox, kind of quickly, though. Um, usually, it's two minutes max. So, basically, you, you put your song on, two minutes. The next person has that entire time frame to think of their song. And then you pass okay. it at the you, you pass the device at the one-minute mark. So, it gives them another. All right. How about I just pass my phone around for this one? Okay. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, or or plug in the other phone and you guys pass. Can you guys pass one phone around who has Spotify or something? Because uh, here, if you use YouTube, it'll play the ad. Right. Yeah. So, oh, word. So I'm going to go ahead and get started off with my uh, my Tupac choice here to start it off. Nobody's closing me out of my business. Nobody's closing me out of my business. This is not the best song, but I it's one of my this. favorites. Yes. I love this beat. I love this song. This is it's an evil D beat, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So. That's right. That's the evil D beat, right? This is Black Moon. All right. So who's next? And this joint came out on um, Remember Me, Are You Still Down, the posthumous album. And I like I like Tupac that like songs like Old School that had kind of like the kind of East Coast vibe for Tupac. And this is an Evil D beat, so this is one of the reasons I love this Tupac track. It kind of reroots him in a time that was not in contrast to the East Coast. So I kind of just love this shit. Whenever you're ready, Herb, I'm gonna bring you in. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going old school because I just love this goddamn song, man. Uh, Keep picking my shit. Ugh. I love. I love I, just for me. I just love this damn song, man. I mean, digital underground. And Yo, here, yeah, here, see, he, yeah. here goes a li- here's goes a little bit of uh, knowledge for you guys about this track, right? Mm. So this joint, you remember the music video, right? Where yeah. they're in the mansion and the jacuzzi, right. and he's running around and shit. Right. You know who party. produced that video? Who? Right, Jones? the same cat that produced the Wedding Crashers, that directed Wedding Crashers. Hey, what? Oh, okay. He also um he also directed Keep Your Head Up. Yeah, both of those. Isn't that crazy that he was directing Tupac and then and then he goes on to do like those Owen things. Wilson and fucking what's the old boy's name? The white the other tech cat? No clue. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is just my joint though, man. This is like one of the joints. If I'm on, if I'm playing the night and there's hip hop version, hip hop being played, this is probably gonna be. Low key, this is one of the first Tupac tracks that I got a hold of that I really started liking Tupac. They used to have these billboard tapes where you get like the VHS tape and they would have a bunch of music videos on them. I remember I got this joint and it was it was on there with um, um, two shorts. I'm a player. It had uh, a tribe called Quest Award Tour. Yep. It had Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. The same, the same VHS tape, right? <laughs> yeah. That's great. It was like Music Box. It was like Music Box or some shit they would send out the tapes. But all right, let's get. All the right, next. you got a minute. Let's. You got a. Uh, 20 seconds left, Chief. All right, go ahead and plug me up here. Wait a second. Oh, I'm going to go with uh, Ambitions as a Writer. Mm. That's another good one. Gotta get your Logue song, your khakis, your, your Nike like in, Cortez. I think I was in seventh grade when this came out. Really? Seven? Yeah. Wow. Like, Tupac is not one of my favorite rappers. Never has been, never will be. I respect his energy, but just... Was, wasn't a big he was one of my fan. favorites when he was alive and coming out. Like I, I mean, everybody that I knew would run to his albums and be like, "What the fuck?" But I love that Outrider. I mean, uh, the Outlaws. That was my shit. Yeah. Hussein, yeah. Tragedy, Gaddafi. All them are gone, aren't they? Alright, that, that's me. Write it down. What you got? Uh, I got Hail Mary. <laughs> Yo, I gotta tell y'all, this is just gonna be a funny story. I remember I was a little kid looking at MTV or whatever the shit was on. I was scared as hell, bro. <laughs> Every time this video would come over, I'd be like, change it. <laughs> but now, How old are you, fam? I'm 30, I'm 32 right now. So. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm but I, I remember like actually fucking with this track when it came on the radio, but the video I couldn't fuck with. <laughs> that's great. that's funny. Like this fits so well with Candyman. Oh yeah. That's, that's another movie I'm like, nope. Yeah. I mean you talking about, about the new, that new one? New Candyman? The I, old Candyman was was fucked up. I'm yeah. not watching the new one. I, I Same mean, thing with it. Nope. Why, why am I going to be scared of a guy that I got to say his name to get fucked up by? Him, but will you, you know do what I mean? I'm just not going to say that. You saw the but meme, you right? Do it though? Hell no. Nah, I don't see? play games with shit like <laughs> right. that. That's see? why, you know, <laughs> I'm not doing none of that shit. If it, but if you know that you're not going to do it, don't fuck with it at all. Right. Like, that's, right. that's, that's yeah. how I feel yeah. about yeah. it. Like, that movie was jacked up in the beginning. And, like, the whole thing about the whole slavery and all, I was like, nah, I'm good on that. I'm super you're right, good you're on right. that. You saw the meme about Candyman, right? Yeah. Like just like any other black person, you keep their name out. You keep their name out. You be alright. Alright, I'm gonna come down yeah. on that. Yo, yo, my vote, my vote for um, the winning track is going to Herb. I get around. What y'all got? Um, I'm gonna go with Roger. I, I totally forgot about that song. Really? You going with yours too? Yeah. yeah so how do we decide the split? I'm gonna go with yours. Okay. So, so you, they win then, yeah. Ambi- uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Ninja. Hail Mary. Yeah, hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I respect it. Yeah. 
nah, that's nah, a cool ass game. But uh, you know, um, we got time to pull one more card, do we? Nah, nah. I mean not really. I mean <laughs> I've got I've got time. I've got time. But I told Herb we were going to get out of here at ten, and it's already pushing ten thirty. Oh, okay. So okay. I don't know if well, you we can go one more. Yeah. I mean, it's just right. my game, right? So yeah, bust it. Pull pull pull, pull another card out. Please don't hit me with some bullshit like uh, Gucci Mane cards. Is he in there? Yeah. I think he is. Right, so, yeah. Like I right, said, those, so. those came out. I, I actually got one, but I mean, I just like, let's. I do too, but. Yeah. All right. Oh, not another artist. Put that back. I'm going to win this one. I'm gonna, do I get to pick the song first? Yep. So if you read I, first, I, you go first. Play the best song from the artist's music catalog. Artist is da, 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 LL Cool J. I'm winning this one. Uh, okay. LL oh, Cool J. You're going to play that uh, My Head is Like a Shark's Fin Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Of course I am. Of course LL Cool J right, bad. Bust like, it, bust it. Matt, are you crazy? Of course I'm going to play LL Cool J bad. Like, oh God. The best LLs. Mm. There's always two for me. LL Cool J bad and... LL Cool J, I'm going back to Cali. Don't give them away. Everybody else got to come with do a it, song. Do it, do it. Oh, sorry. You ain't going to pick that, though. No, I won't. <laughs> All right, play. And this is the wild part. Like, artist cards always pop up in situations like this. I have no clue why. This is how you make a song and a video. <laughs> she was like kind of like a cool cool shaft in a jumpsuit oh, fist pump LL Cool J is going to be in The whole pass thing it. was so memorable. Pass oh. it, pass it. Yeah, yeah. Bruh, you, go. Hold on. you got next. I think they need to bring this style back. <laughs> that was nah, kind of. Don't. I like how he said, "Ain't no, I don't play." <laughs> nah, oh, Kuje. You gotta open it back. I wish I started rhyming in the '80s. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'd be a, such a I'd, lovely style. I'd be a beast. Like, yo, man, that dude was crazy with the lyrics. He rhymed man and fan together. See, when you state things like that with so much confidence and bravado, it <laughs> sticks with you. Like, if LL Cool should start doing, start making motivational tapes, I'd li- in, in, out in the I'm bad voice, I would oh, definitely yeah. listen to it. 100% like, in the morning? He'll have Come me on. like robbing people. <laughs> getting, ready for, getting ready for work listening to LL? Come on, man. You ready? Oh, uh, no, this ain't it. Here you Come go. Come on, man. Oh, this is the better version. Oh, yeah. 
top tier walkout song for a fight. Listen to the bass go boom explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Not only did it go boom, it went explosion. Like a phenomenon. <laughs> I got, I got the ox. I got the ox. I'm good. I'm good. Hold on. I don't. Uh, you guys took my joints. I know. I, I knew this joints. was coming up, though. This is, this is, this is a definitely smash song, though. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall, and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call telling me. <laughs> I'm gonna steal your girlfriend. You know, Rick Rubin was mad as hell when this shit came out. This shit is too soft. But, you know, I feel like what it's supposed to do, though. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. You know, you're gonna grab some booty a little bit when you're at the school dance. You're a little Sadie Hawkins. You gotta reach down and grab a little ass cheek. Yo, this is like the beginning of like them strip club hip hop joints. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Talk. LL is kind of the father of sexy rap, emo, like emotional, fucking vulnerable rap shit. I mean, Drake be damned. Like LL was yeah, doing yeah, that shit yeah, like way, fucking, well before. Yeah, my joint like in that genre is Funky Ride yeah. by Outkast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Go to the strip club and get that thing done. <laughs> oh my man. But this song is Pass the ox to her I'm ready for you Yeah Whenever you Am I on? Yeah Yeah, yeah, Good I'm in the same lane Oh I've been watching you from afar All these panties songs Man that's what this (laughs) shit (laughs) is Panty droppers Panty droppers right here not gonna lie, like LL during this era, I did not like him, but I did like this fucking track. Like the phenomenon era, I wasn't feeling L at all, but you know. Alright, I know where I'm going. This is some heavy D type of shit. This is some shit that you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a very good comparison. Like this is this is very heavy D-ish. <laughs> but crazy thing, there's so many songs in this lane though, like hip hop shit. Yo, even uh, Wu Tang Forever had that black shampoo joint. <laughs> it was trying to be, like, which is the worst fucking Wu track that I like on that album. But you know, they try to do that. Everybody, you gotta to, try to do that. But I mean, realistically, the the, the, the Wu Tang pinnacle of this type of shit is Method Mary. That's one of the top love songs of all time, hip hop love songs of all time. Which one? You're all I need. Ah, Method yeah, Mary. yeah, Method Mary. Yeah, yeah. I like that Mac joint calling though. But that shit. Passing me by, another top tier love joint. There's tons of them. There's a card in here for that too, somewhere, somewhere that deck. All right, so, so who wins? I'm going with uh, Mama said knock you out. I'm going with Scott. That'd be the second time that that track won on the podcast. We had the Def Jam track come up a couple weeks back uh, with Jansport J, and he played that joint, and I voted for it again. To me, it is like, 
it is it's top the, tier. It like that song in particular, like perfectly represents Def Jam to me in their approach. But I mean, it just works as like one of the hardest LL tracks of all time. Like, I, I just see him in that fucking that, parking that, that garage <laughs> or warehouse, you know, jumping up and down on boxes and you know what yeah, I mean yeah, with yeah. the tracksuit. Like right. it just hits. But Mama said, "Knock you out." Like that reminds me of like the video, yeah, like yeah. you know the Mike era. Tyson era. Yep. Yeah. Only person left to vote. Of course, I'm gonna vote for Mama Say Knock You Out. I'm vote for me. You can't vote for yourself. Why? You can't oh, vote for okay. yourself. No, oh, we can't. Oh damn, we didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so I'm voting for you then. Okay. So we don't have a. I'm gonna vote for this. This the, the host. Yeah. Okay. So we're yeah. at a we're at a yeah stalemates. That's why YouTube is the, we, the typical use of a source. Okay. Right. Because based upon if it was a, th- a tie like this, right. the person with the most views wins. Ah, ah that's smart dude that's smart yeah that's dope you should definitely turn this game into like a, a vlog like just people just actually um yeah. i guess it's a, I, I think this episode will come out the day before we're supposed to do it but we're going to be throwing a sound cypher event at harry's sandwich shop at the end of the at the end of the month I, uh we got to work out the details but yeah yeah do that do that and i want to i want to be on one of them when i come back yeah, that'd yeah. be dope. We'll, we'll fit. We're still, we haven't worked out all the details, but it's going to be just like this. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of food, a lot of good time. So uh, I'll keep you guys posted in the coming weeks. But that's it, for, that's it for the Mega Lady Show today, man. Uh, episode 105. 105. That's right. Ninja Man game. Ichiban game. Ninja Man forever. We all, we in here. We in here. We, in, we ain't going nowhere. Ninjas in Tokyo. Ninja Man. Scott Popular. Ralu Pop Top. My homeboy, wreck it down. That's right. We got you. I'm Grand Mega Flowers, and my co-host today, the Urban Aristocrat. Yes, sir. Um, social media information once again, gentlemen. You can hit me at social uh, social media. You can hit me at Urban Aristocrat on Facebook, Instagram. Also, you can catch me at thesoundcipher.com, and all of my socials are available there. You can also pick up a, a copy of the game. That's what it do. Follow your boy Scott Popular on Instagram. Scott Popular on Twitter. Scott Popular on Facebook. And don't forget to follow your homeboy Ninja Man Game on all those same platforms as well. You heard? It's your boy Rekadam. R-E-K-C-A-H-D-A-M on everything. I'm mostly on Twitter. But, you know, I'm going to be coming out. I said earlier that I'm going to have a drip soon. So... (laughs) Pixel drip. But hey, none of that matters. Just spread love, y'all. No hate. Just spread love. Be safe. We out. Mm, yeah. Oh. Wash that out, baby. Make it hot, baby. What about this joint right here, though? Pink cookies, man. Yeah, that was going to be my choice. He took that 90, 98 mentality uh, joint from Capadonna, the beat. Hey, yo, this is the infinite, intelligent, extravagant, and eloquent.